from the Mercy One Studio. Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder is underwritten by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa, cindyschulte.com, and Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. Well, welcome to Catholic Women Now here on Iowa Catholic Radio on this day. I'm Julie Nelson. Good morning. I'm Chris Magruder. Chris, I am so excited about our guest today. It's Sister Miriam James. She's going to be speaking at Christ Our Life Conference coming up here in, in a couple of weeks. And um, I'm so excited. We talked to her a little bit off air and she's just delightful. Listeners, you're going to love her. <laughs> yes. And you know what? It's going to be fun because I think there are a lot of young women who love to listen to Sarah, Sister Miriam James, too. And I think that they're going to be listening in today. We're going to get some younger listeners today, Jules. <laughs> I hope so. Well, I, as a, <clears throat> a mature woman, I actually <laughs> enjoy listening to her, too. <laughs> I've learned so much. I learned so much from her. So, so uh, anyway. well, should we start with the, our Hail Mary? In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, we've got some things coming up here. We've got our Carathon for Iowa Catholic Radio starting September 28th, and we ask that you prayerfully consider helping us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. I just want to say that in these times, Iowa Catholic Radio has been a great beacon, beacon, of hope for people, especially when um, some, you know, people are not able to get out as much. And it's been a really uh, open uh, time for them to tune in and find truth and hope in these times. So we've noticed that there's been a lot more listenership through this time. So if you could prayerfully consider to help this ministry to reach the hearts and minds of many people here today. You know, Julie, it's interesting because our local listeners are the ones who really keep us going that way. Um, but we have people that just drive through Iowa who will tell us they heard something that made a real big difference in their life. You know, so you never know when God's going to do something with our radio station. So listeners, we really appreciate your support. Yes. Yes. That's a very good point. We've had that happen. We've had testimonies of people. Yes. Yes. We have. yes. The Catholic Women Now is grateful for the support of Mr. Haas, attorney at law. Mr. Haas is dedicated to providing personal and highly responsible legal services to people who have suffered an injury. Mr. Haas can be reached at 515-256-6301 or 888-338-6535 online at fredhaas.com. Fred double D, Haas double A. Well, you're listening to Catholic Women Now on Iowa Catholic Radio. After our break, we will be back to talk with Sister Miriam James. Stay tuned. Programming support for Catholic Women Now is provided by Iowa's injury attorney, Fred Haas. For over 30 years, Fred Haas has helped injured Iowans recover financial, physical, and emotional losses from car, truck, and motorcycle accidents, work-related injuries, and injuries due to negligence. Most importantly, providing the professional, personal, and responsive legal counsel that everyone deserves. Fred, double D, Haas, double A, the Des Moines Law Offices of Fred Haas. While we have time, 
Let us do good. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world online. Thank you, Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, for underwriting Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy's team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. Cindy Schulte at 1315 50th Street in West Des Moines or on the web at cindyschulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Products available at Farm Bureau Financial Services. Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. SVDPDSM.org, 515-282-83. 327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Homemakers Furniture. Welcome back to Catholic Women Now here on Iowa Catholic Radio. We're excited to welcome in our guest today, Sister Miriam James. Sister Miriam James joined the Society of Our Lady of the Most Holy Trinity, also known as SALT, S-O-L-T, in 1998, her story has been featured on EWTN's The Journey Home, Seek Conference, USCCB Convocation, Relevant Radio, and other outlets. She holds a master's degree in theology from the Augustine Institute and speaks, speaks regularly on the topics of conversion, authentic love, forgiveness, healing, and sports. <laughs> Many of our listeners know Sister Miriam as she is one of the three women on the Abiding Together podcast. She's also the author of the book, Loved As I Am, and she tweets at one groovy nun. <laughs> I love that. Welcome, Sister Miriam. Hi, friends. How are you? I'm delighted to be here with you today. Thank you. Well, we're excited to have you, and we're so excited that you'll be coming and speaking at the Christ Our Life Conference mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks. So we thought mm-hmm. it would be nice for our listeners to get to know a little bit more about Sister Miriam James. I know you mm-hmm. have a talk you're praying about for the conference. But we could just talk more about your um, your background a little bit today. Sure. Yeah, I've actually had the distinct privilege of being in Iowa several times in the last couple of years. I just notice how the Lord will bring me to certain places in the nation. It's just very interesting. So I it's I, I'm looking forward to being with everybody. Uh, you guys are wonderful, and so I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait to spend time with you there. And. Uh, yeah, I, I live in the deep south now. I live in the great nation of Texas, uh, in the Corpus Christi, Texas. And <laughs> Y'all. so I've, yes, uh, and so I've lived here for about seven years. But as you mentioned, I joined my religious community almost 22 years ago. Um, and before that, I grew up Catholic. I grew up in the rainy Pacific Northwest. So I do miss the rain, the seasons. I do have to say rain, when rain is one of my love languages along with coffee. And, uh, so, but we grew up Catholic and I, a very abbreviated version of my story is I had never fallen in love with Christ. That never happened. And so I went to church because my parents made me go, but I did not develop a deep love for Christ. And so consequently, when other things became more important, I didn't go to church regularly at all. When I went to college, I played division one volleyball in college. I wanted to work for ESPN and I had this kind of idea of what my life would be like. 
on the outside, it, and largely it was a facade because what was going on inside was that I was an addict. I had a lot of unhealed trauma. I had a lot of brokenness in my life that I'd never told anybody about. And those competing narratives can only last so long before they implode. And what the Lord did is he sent a Catholic priest into my life when I was in college. And he was the first person I'd ever met who was so sold out for Jesus Christ, just a man who deeply loved Christ. And he was, he's been a priest a long time. And I remember looking at him at one point, just looking at him and he was just radiant. He was just so incredibly beautiful, just with this grace that would emanate from his presence. And I, you know, here I am 21, I'm an addict. My life is just a raging mess. And I just remember looking at him saying like, father, I don't know. I don't know what you've got. I don't know what that is, but I want that. Like, I want that. And his response was largely, come and see, <laughs> come and see. Oh. And so I graduated from college and I went down to our mission in New Mexico and very surprisingly heard Jesus call me to be his bride. And that was, you know, t- almost 22 years ago. And I've had a long journey of healing and recovery since then. And uh, it's been adventurous. It's been beautiful. It's been sorrowful. It's been glorious. And I wouldn't trade it for anything else. So, Oh my gosh, Chris and I were just talking about that earlier about, you know, all the sufferings and little crosses we have mm-hmm. in our life. You know, Sister Miriam, it's interesting that you were raised with all, you were raised Catholic, mm. and but it's refreshing and kind of hopeful for me as a mom to know that those sacraments, those sacramental graces came to fruition in you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. And I, people often ask, and the other instrument of my conversion is my mom. And many times during my talks, I will talk about my mom and her role in my conversion and her continued witness to this day of a life well lived. And so, yes, I tell parents all the time, you know, continue to sow into your kids. It, it, they, it might seem lost on you, but Jesus always hears the cry, especially of a mother. And so to continue to pray and sacrifice for your kids, because those graces are not lost. The Lord hears those prayers. Well, I'm curious to hear a little bit about what you really mean when you say Jesus asked you to be his bride. Would you mind sharing that part of your story in a little bit more detail? No, I'd be happy to. I in college, I began to have stirrings of just, it would come to me in my dreams, which I felt more like nightmares, but like, of like, you know, maybe the Lord is calling you to be a nun. I was like, oh no, 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 no. And like, no, not me. I, I, I wanted to be a CEO or work for ESPN. Like I did not, I'm like, I, and I didn't know any young nuns. I didn't know anybody. I went to a secular university. All my friends, you know, we were all pretty much living the same life. So I did not have an experience of you know, young, holy, vibrant people. I just didn't have that experience. And so I, it was so far out of my parameter, like just so far beyond my paradigms. But I, I did know that I wanted a love that would last a lifetime. I wanted to give myself totally in love to somebody and receive somebody else totally in love and a love that would last forever. And I knew that was the deep desire of my heart. I just didn't understand how that would come about. And after I graduated from college, and it was just a few, a few months into my stay, really, in our mission in New Mexico, and I just had, it was silent there. I never had silence. I couldn't stand silence because when it was silent, all these things would come to the surface. I was, I was continually being distracted, but at that mission, there was no TV. There was no nothing. I mean, I, this, cell phones weren't really a thing back then, but I just didn't have anything to distract me. And it was, I was sitting in the office of the priest who had mentored me, and we were just chatting about something one day. And he said something just rather innocuous, but God used that one thing that he said. And I had a distinct moment of signal grace where God pierced my soul. And I knew at that moment that this was what I was supposed to do with my life, that I was supposed to give my life totally to Jesus Christ as his bride. It was, I can, I, as I say it to you to this day, I remember, I remember sitting in the chair. I remember being, you know, 22 years old and just like crazy living and just, but I just knew that I knew that I knew, I knew it. I knew it. And I've never doubted that. Not for an instant have I ever doubted that call on my life because I, I knew that God was calling me and it, just, it made everything else make sense. I was like, oh, 
that's why certain desires in my heart just were not satisfied or that's why I was not, I was not happy settling for this or that. I just, it just made sense. It was like the final puzzle piece in my life that I was like, Oh, I had no idea what I was getting myself into, which none of us do. But I mean, I, I just knew that the Lord, I just knew it. I, I knew it. And I've never doubted it since then. And, and taking on this vocation now and having lived it for how many years? Almost 22 years. Yeah. I mean, what could you say to other young people who are um, maybe in the same situation who don't mm-hmm. understand what the possible um, life could be in a vocation, like a holy orders vocation? Oh, I come and see, please come and see. I meet so many people, young men and women, you know, God is calling amazing people to the priesthood, men to the priesthood and women to religious life today. You're seeing a beautiful resurgence of that vocation of young people that want to give everything. But I meet so many young men and women who they're not really sure and they don't know what to do. And they're kind of paralyzed in this just stuck area of like, what if I make the wrong decision? What if I, and I, and I, I'll ask them, like, have you ever gone just to a convent to do a come and see, or have you got, ever gone to the seminary for like their cold bodies days? And they're like, no, <laughs> like, well, you have to go, like you have to go and see because you can't, the beautiful thing about the priesthood or religious life is that you can't stumble into that vocation. It takes so many years of formation and so many years of being with the community for that call to be revealed and unveiled and to be, you know, matured. You can't stumble into it. So you will never know. You will never know unless you go and see, and you might go and discern a religious community, or you might go and discern the priesthood and you might find that the Lord is calling you to something else. You will be better for it. So, I mean, go, please come and see. I know it seems scary. People in your life might think you're crazy. That doesn't matter. Go and see what the Lord is calling you to, and he will lead you. He will lead you, and that will be the best gift that you could ever possibly receive. So what has been one of the best gifts that you've received? Just um, something practically speaking that you didn't expect. Uh, honestly, the, the best gift that I've ever received is Jesus Christ as my husband. That and I know I, listeners, listeners can't see this, but I notice you're wearing a wedding ring. Yes. Oh yeah, we do. I love it. <laughs> Cause yeah, it's just like, it's just for like you, I was just, it's a bit like my habit. It's a visible sign of my interior commitment. And for me, I mean, that's the reason I came. It's the reason I've stayed. Uh, people, you know, like every couple has a love story. Everybody has a love story. And some people are drawn to religious life um, for the community or the poverty or serving the Lord's children. And those things are all wonderful. But if I was not married to Jesus, I'm like, God bless y'all. I ain't doing this. So I love Jesus. And that, I mean, that he called me to himself. Like to me, that is the best part because it's a foretaste of how we will all live in heaven. And it's, it's an eschatological sign and it's a growth in love. It's a spiritual motherhood. It's a, it's a, it's a true bridal relationship. And I, I love, I love him. He's so lovely. He's so beautiful. And I, I just, yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, I just, yeah, it's so deep. Mm-hmm. Help, help us to understand how you live out that spiritual motherhood. Mm-hmm. Well, every woman, every woman, I'm sure you've talked about the feminine genius on your show before, but every woman is called as she enters the world as a daughter, she becomes a sister, she's a wife and a mother. That is the mature, that was the mature progression of every single woman. Now, how she becomes a spouse is different and how she becomes a mother is different, but it is the call. It is written in our soul. That's why, you know, the spiritual masters say that Mary received Jesus in her heart before she conceived him in her womb. And that is the nature of a woman to receive and to bless and to nurture and to guide. That's being a mother is the most mature part of our identity. So as the religious sister out of fruitful love is born, you know, fertility, it's born children as a husband and a wife come together, that love becomes fruitful and children are born to them. You know, in our spiritual lives, as we become fruitful with Jesus, children are born to us. And so I have forsaken my own children to embrace all. 
And so continually receiving people wherever I go, hearing people's stories, praying for them, mentoring people, spiritually walking with people, praying with people, guiding with people. And I take that very seriously. And just, you know, in the nature of giving, you know, as being a speaker full time, I, I hear thousands and thousands and thousands of stories every year. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And what people want, what I realized early on, thank God, is people don't want to meet me. I'm so grateful they don't. They want to meet Christ. And they want to know that there's a safe place to tell their story, that no matter what has happened to them, that they are loved and that God can heal anything. That is just that that's the deepest desire of the heart. So any way that I can help bring that to birth and bring people to Christ, that, that's what I want to do. I think uh, that's, as you're talking about that, I think about that. And um, for many of us that maybe our mother relationships, our earthly mother relationships maybe weren't as strained or as close. That sure. is such a beautiful bridge that you bring into that, that you spiritually mother them and mm-hmm. show them that love. Mm-hmm. Jesus, this is working through you. Yeah. And I mean, all of us have, and I think we're, if we're honest with ourselves, all of us have mother wounds and father wounds because we, none of us grew up in a perfect family. And that is really why, you know, Jesus gives us his mama, you know, and why we have God, the father who continually fathers, like all of us need to be refathered and remothered. And so the extent to where we allow God to do that within us. Cause I'm sure you ladies are also spiritually, you're, you're probably natural mothers, but you're probably spiritual mothers as well. I mean, look at this show. You're mothering people. Women are coming and they're listening and they're being mothered by your love, by your beauty, by your maternity. It's just a, a natural thing that women do. And so that's a great honor. And I just, to allow the Lord to continue to do that in us so we can ma- love maturely. Right. Wow. Well, you're listening to Catholic Women now. We're talking to Sister Miriam James. We're going to take a hard break. And when we come back, we're going to hear more from Sister Miriam James and talk a little bit more about the Christ Our Life Conference. We'll be back. Programming support for Catholic Women Now is provided by Iowa's injury attorney, Fred Haas. For over 30 years, Fred Haas has helped injured Iowans recover financial, physical, and emotional losses from car, truck, and motorcycle accidents, work-related injuries, and injuries due to negligence. Most importantly, providing the professional, personal, and responsive legal counsel that everyone deserves. Fred, double D, Haas, double A, the Des Moines Law Offices of Fred Haas. While we have time, let us do good. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. 
welcome back to Catholic Women Now here on Iowa Catholic Radio, where we have been speaking with Sister Miriam James, our guest today. She is a speaker at Christ Our Life Conference coming up in two weeks. Sister Miriam, before we went to the break, you were talking a little bit about spiritual motherhood mm -hmm. and authentic love. And so my question, our question for you is, what message would you love to give to women right now who are listening today? Oh, gosh, the message uh, I would love to give to all of your women listeners is just how incredibly deeply you are loved and how your heart is lovely and the way he made your body is lovely and you are fearfully and wonderfully made and you are so cherished and seen and chosen and wanted and desired and found beautiful by the Lord. It's just such such a deep thing, you know, such a deep thing and that that reality of Jesus, you know, the Lord creating us as women, that that's on purpose. <laughs> and we have a way of revealing God to the world that is different than men. And men are beautiful and they have their own way of revealing God to the world. And our gifts are complementary of one another. And in that, so many times as women, you know, we struggle and we suffer from so many things that are largely unspoken. And just to, just to assure you, my dear sisters, that Jesus is attentive to every movement of your heart and every cry of your heart and every desire of your heart. And he loves you. His desire is to heal you and to bring you into communion with him. So I think that would be my, my deepest message to women today. That's very beautiful. Are you going to, do you know what you're going to be talking about at the conference yet? Well, you and I, we were chatting a bit before we started recording and I always, you know, pray always, always, because each audience is different. And so I always ask the Lord, okay, Lord, what do you want this specific audience to hear? And I will formulate some ideas in my mind of where I think the Lord wants to go. And then we'll just see what happens. But I really, you know, I was just thinking about the theme of the conference and, you know, we talk about Christ, our life. And so if that's true, if, if Christ is our life, that means that it's not Christ, our hobby or Christ, our political savior or Christ, our ideological, you know, kind of philosophical teacher. It means Christ is our life. And, and what does that mean? What does that mean to not just say it, but what does it mean to live it? And how is Jesus calling us to live that reality of him being the center of our life right now in the culture today, because for a time such as this, that we are here, it's so it's very important that he is the center of our life because if he's not something else will be. And when something else is a center, our lives are disintegrated. And so Jesus is coming to order our loves and to heal us. So his love can be made manifest in a tangible and healing way to the world. So today with so much unrest going mm -hmm. on um, and, you know, we, we've seen, you know, so many women's marches that honestly to me are feel so unhealthy. I feel like there's so much hurt there. Mm -hmm. um, how, do, how does healing come to us women who have been hurt? How do, yeah. Where do we get that? Mm -hmm. Well, and the beautiful thing, uh, Chris, is that we've all been hurt. And I think that's sometimes even the most difficult thing to, to just to um, admit. You know, many times we're like, oh, no, I'm fine. You know, I'm fine. I'm married. I got kids. I, you know, I, I grew up in a great family. All of us have areas of brokenness and all of us have areas where we're hurting. And just to even admit that, and just to allow Jesus, like what, what's happening in your life right now? What is your most pressing symptom? Like what is it, a situation in your life that keeps triggering pain or something you're chronically struggling with or a worry? These are our hearts trying to tell us something. And many times the reason why we're so unkind and so uncharitable to other people and so vicious with other people is because we are so hurting inside. We are so hurting inside. And it's not until we allow the Lord to come and to continually transform us. Um, that w there's a great saying in healing circles, which I often repeat. It says that suffering that is not transformed is transmitted. And so many times that's just what's happening in our life and your life and my life. And we've, we've all been on the receiving end of that and we've all done that to other people. So what Jesus is doing is he's calling to bring us into maturity. Like St. Paul says in his letter to the Ephesians that we're growing into the fullness of Christ. And that is a daily journey. So admitting that and allowing the Lord to start like Holy Spirit, where do you want to start? Because he, his desire is to, is to bring us into communion 
not fix ourselves, not be self-reliant, but to bring every single part of our hearts and our lives into communion with him so that we're made whole in Christ. And that's how, that's holiness. That's how it works. How do you, when you bump up against people who are so angry and hurt, Mm -hmm. where do you start? I mean, I, Mm -hmm. I'm just, I, I'm imagining that I'm actually having dreams about that. So where do you start? Oh, that's interesting. Um, if you and I were talking one-on-one, I'd ask you some questions like, oh, tell me more about that. Uh, I think understanding, first of all, to, um, to encounter people with what we call curiosity and kindness, because everybody does things for a reason. There, nothing comes out of nowhere, and we don't do just things randomly. The reason why we act the way we do is because there's a good reason why. So when come, somebody comes to me and they're, they're hurtful to me, I'm trying to, first of all, understand, wow, where's this person coming from? Like, what, what's happening in their life? And secondly, what is it triggering in me? Because many times people come, you know, at a certain way and it triggers some, something within us because it speaks to something of our past. And so like this dual thing of, okay, Lord, what's going on here with this person? But Lord, what is it? What are you doing in my heart? So I think otherwise we just blame people and we respond in unkindness. And, you know, all of us, we're a work in progress, but embracing other people and ourselves with curiosity and kindness and asking the Lord the deeper questions of like, Lord, what's happening here is a huge entryway into healing and to uh, mercy for others and ourselves as well. My goodness. And so allowing the Lord then to generate whatever words he wants to give you for that person. Yes. And I think, you know, talking, depending on the situation, you know, uh, listening, most people want to be listened to, but like what's happening and just really asking the Holy spirit, like, Lord, what do you want me to say? This is one of the great things about being a you know, baptized Christian is the Trinity lives within us, which means we're never alone. So we, at any time you and I can turn to the Lord and say, okay, Lord, tell me what's happening here. You know, help me, help me to understand what's happening here. Like help me to give a word or, or just to listen or, you know, I don't, I don't know what that is, but to understand that everybody is loved by Christ. Everybody has a story and people have really good reasons why they do what they do. And so Lord, help me understand so that I can give love here and truth and truth as well. The truth spoken in love. There's so much peace and love in what you just said. Yes, it just not, it makes it seem so simple. Mm-hmm. Truly. It's very yeah. loving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That simple prayer. Well, Sister Miriam James, we're uh, running out of time, bumping up against the clock. Uh It always goes too fast, but would you please close us with a prayer for for us today? Oh, sure. I'd be happy to. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Jesus, we thank you for calling us to be women. We thank you for all of our male listeners calling us to be men. And I just pray deeply for every single one of your sons and daughters now. Jesus, I just pray that right now you would even begin to open up a new place in our heart where you wish to heal us and to bring us into communion. We just pray that we would surrender our hearts to you there. And just ask for the grace, Lord, to turn to you above all things and to find out who we are in your face. Please heal us, Lord. Heal our families, heal our marriages, heal our nation, and bring us closer to you. Mother Mary, we ask for your deep intercession as the mother given to us at the foot of the cross, that we would always be one with you in the heart of your son. And we just make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Sister Miriam James, who's speaker at Christ Our Life Conference, coming up in two weeks. Thank you for joining us today. Okay, yeah, thank you for having me. Y'all are lovely. Thank yeah, you. we look forward to meeting you in person. Yay! Yes. Yeah. God bless. God bless you too. Cindy Schulte of Farm Bureau Financial Services underwrites Catholic Women Now. We so appreciate her help. She does such a great job of providing health insurance options for Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. She just does a great job at helping people to understand it in simple terms, and she can help you prepare your future and protect what matters most to you if you need her. You can find her on the web at cindyschulte.com or by calling 515-226-2111. This is Catholic Women Now broadcasting from the Mercy One studio. Our carathon's coming up September 28th, and we ask that you perfectly consider supporting us. We always appreciate prayers, but if you have a little bit of extra pocket change, we'd appreciate that too. 
Iowa Catholic Radio Rosary is praised, is being prayed next, and it's also heard at 5.30 a.m. and 9.30 p.m. and up next. Now go do impossible things with God. Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder is underwritten by Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. And Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. CindySchulte.com. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder every Thursday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. On the radio voice for Catholic Women Now. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM, and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app, Iowa Catholic Radio. Radio.